Disney who? I just watched Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse and I believe Sony is giving Disney a run for their money. My name is JK Noble and you're listening to A Pen Sorcery where we discuss the power of storytelling, how to unlock our inner storytelling sorcerer, and what we can learn from amazing books, movies, TV shows, and so much more. There is just so much to unpack about this amazing movie from the unique artwork to the frame-by-frame animation, the movement of the action, a script that makes you think, characters that make you invested, the high-stakes plot, the multifaceted villains, the abundance of different universes, and the art behind them. I can literally go on. I laughed, I cried, I was on the edge of my seat, and the whole time I felt like I was on a mental trip. This new style of animation was incredible. If you blinked, you missed something. The level of detail was insane. This movie deserves so much praise and recognition, and I hope more animated films decide to take this creative risk, and I believe we're ready for it. This movie made $250 million in the box office just its first week since its release. Now we aren't just following a single storyline here and I appreciate that because to have followed a single storyline would have mocked the intelligence of the audience. This is the Spider-Verse we're talking about and every universe has their own Spider-Man. So expect to get to know a handful of different Spider-Mans more so than in the first film. If you didn't watch either Spider-Verses yet, Gwen Stacy's character is entirely different from the characters that we know from previous Spider-Man films. She is not just some smart girl who has a brief relationship with Peter Parker. She is Spider-Woman and in her world, Peter, her best friend, had turned himself into a lizard creature that causes havoc, forcing Gwen's hand against him. Little did she know, this lizard was her best friend and when Peter died by accident, Spider-Woman was blamed. Lo and behold, the cop trying to put Spider-Woman away is none other than Gwen's own father. Here on Earth 65, we get to witness the separation of father and daughter. All the while, we the audience wonder why Gwen doesn't just tell her father the truth, but we understand that she's just scared, and that's a journey she has to face when the time is right for her. And I appreciate Gwen's character so much because she doesn't just run away from her spider duties, even though she fears her father wouldn't approve. She accepts this new role as a savior even when she's misunderstood by her soul guardian, rather than subduing her second identity for his potential approval. Might I add, Gwen's universe, Earth 65, is a beautiful work of art. It is colored like a watercolored painting that changes and morphs with the emotions of the characters. The symbolism behind the art here was such a pleasure to witness. Now moving on to Miles Morales, of course the American Dominican boy from Brooklyn who's smart enough to attend an Ivy League school, yet is slacking because of his Spider-Man duties. Miles' parents wonder why he's slipping and they come to terms with his relationship with Gwen and assume it's all because of a girl. Miles' world has more of a 3D style of animation that focuses the characters in the foreground and blurs the background with red and blue as if it was an actual 3D movie without your glasses. But his life takes a nasty turn when a strange villain emerges called the spot now the spot was a former scientist from the first movie who had a brief cameo miles had hit him accidentally in the head with a bagel causing him to stumble backward into a machine that turns him into a blank white canvas with strange black holes across his body now these black holes can transport him anywhere in the world as well as into different universes 
Now, the spot at first seems like a really silly villain with a less incredible backstory, but as soon as this character leans in toward vengeance and hones his powers, he becomes as menacing a villain as they come. Not to mention his powers are the catalyst of the high stakes plot emerging. Miles fails in taking the spot down but feels as though he needs to pursue the spot because he is responsible for birthing this villain. Also, the spot has threatened to hurt Miles. On his journey, Miles discovers a secret spider society headquarters run by Spider-Man Miguel O'Hara, the captain of an interdimensional group that has just recruited Gwen Stacy from Earth-65. Miguel O'Hara has a wonderful backstory in the movie. He loses his daughter in his life and he witnesses his alternative self from a different universe dying. So he assumes the life of his alternative self and gets to live with his child once again. He gets a fresh new beginning, but it's not without its consequences. As a result of his minor selfishness, that entire universe dies, including his child that he couldn't save. So this backstory molds him into a very strict manager of the multiverse, and he is on a mission to keep all the Spider-Mans in line and have them live out their character arc. And every spider person in the multiverse goes through the same character arc where they lose somebody very close to them and this catapults them to assume their spider duties. <laughs> so very much like the famous Peter Parker loses his uncle Ben and the amazing Spider-Man loses Gwen Stacy and Tom Holland's version of Spider-Man loses Aunt May, this means that Miles has to lose somebody close to him as well. Um, There is one issue however, Miles was never meant to be Spider-Man. In his universe, Peter Parker was meant to be Spider-Man. This means Miguel, being the perfectionist that he is, has to put things right in order. Otherwise, the fate of Miles' universe will be destroyed. Because he fears that there will be the end of the universe, of that universe, if Miles continues to assume the role of Spider-Man. Miguel is desperate to res restore balance and the spot reveals Miles' character arc as he goes after Miles' father. With three to four villains, one main character and a handful of sub-characters all interacting with one another, viewers are definitely in for a treat. There are so many amazing aspects about the Spider-Verse that deserve praise and one of them is representation. All of the Spider-Mans that were created have a chance to shine in this film series, proving to the audience that anyone can be a hero, even if you weren't fated to be, like Miles Morales. How did the Spider-Verse films inspire you as a creator, as an artist, as a writer, author, whatever it is? How did it inspire you? Let me know in the comments below. This is a pen sorcery and I'm JK Noble. Stay tuned for our next episode. Bye!